Hello, fellow artists, and welcome to the Alabaster Theatre Podcast. My name is Bethany. Please make yourself at home and subscribe. Hello, hello. Thank you for pressing play on this podcast. Um, I'm excited to spend the next 20 minutes, 30 minutes just chilling with you. Um, maybe make yourself a coffee or a tea and relax and um, we're going to have a good time. Um, first of all, I want to start this podcast with telling you guys just a little bit about what Alabaster Theatre is up to at the moment um, and how this particular episode, which is episode three, um, how it's been inspired by what we're currently working on in the theatre. Um, so we're working on a, a really, really special story, uh, which is called The Story of Us. Um, and it is, it's the story of Alabaster Theatre and the last 10 years, what God has done and just, um, the incredible people that have been part of that. But most importantly, it's actually just about the consistency of Jesus's faithfulness in year after year of telling his story. And, um, it's really inspired this podcast, um, we're not really going to be, I'm not going to go much more into it than that, except kind of, um, realizing how passionate Jesus is about storytelling and how much of a good storyteller he really was. What, what we're working on is it's actually raw and it's really bold and it's really stretching our team because we're working in a way that we never have before um, with we're using an element a huge element of live piano throughout the whole thing and if you've been to our shows of past we we actually do all of our music pre-recorded um, in the hope that one day we will have a live band. But um, this new show, we do have a live, a mix of tracks and live band together. And so it's, it's really exciting and a little bit stressful. And writing, even the process of writing the musical has just given me many headaches, but good headaches. Um, have been crazy working my butt off late nights. I've earned many um, in my script writing program. You earn badges. And the other day I earned a badge for over 20 hours of thinking. Um, yes, you heard that right. 20 hours of thinking, um, which is when it's just left open and um, – the I don't remember what it's called the little line that flashes when you haven't typed anything um and so I yes my it's been a wonderful season of creating and writing um music and songs and dialogue and monologues and delving back into our history and interviewing people and hearing testimonies just and it's just filled my heart with so much um thankfulness for God's faithfulness um anyway so that's what we've been working on and so we are quite busy at Alabaster Theatre. Um, haven't been super good at keeping people updated on the socials, but we will definitely get better at that. Um, so please 
uh, follow us on Instagram, just Alabaster Theatre, and uh, or on Facebook if you're older. Um, <laughs> that was really rude. I'm sorry, Facebook users. Um, to be fair, all the craze is TikTok right now, and I'm not on TikTok, so I'm the one who needs to get with the times. All right, so enough of me blabbing about that. I want to talk about this episode this week, which is called Jesus the Storyteller. Um, And I'm just going to talk really briefly about four elements in Jesus' storytelling that really caused people to listen and lean in to his stories. Um, I mean, if you are a songwriter, a writer, an actor, you know, even if you're like a visual artist, a graphic designer, honestly, a lot of art revolves around stories. It's inspired or influenced by a story. We're either telling a story or we have, like I said, been inspired or influenced by a story, personal or someone else's. And so art is so driven by stories and it's a huge part of God's heart and we can see that because when Jesus walked the um, the planet so much of what he spoke was stories um, also known as parables um, don't you just love the anticipation of a story starting so uh, like a few things come to mind that when, um, when I was little, my granddad used to come over and look after us. And, um, my granddad was a really good storyteller and, um, he used to sit by my bed and he would, um, give me a back tickle. I don't know if people know that. That does sound weird now that I say it, but, um, if you know what a back tickle is, you're my people. Um, and he would sit there and um, as I would go to sleep, I'd be like, Grandad, tell me a story. And he would sit back and he had a beautiful narration, narrator's voice and he would be like, once upon a time. And I just was so excited. Um, I don't know whether he was just telling me classic stories or books that I would never read or if he made them up, but there were some pretty amazing stories that I got to hear. Um, the other anticipation that you, uh, another, sorry, another thing that is really exciting is the opening scene of a film. Like the opening credits of a film is my favorite part because you, it's just like they're setting the scene and there's the music and the credits and anything could happen. Um, and then, it's, I just find there's something magical about that. And now for my favorite one, when you're sitting in the theater and there's the beautiful backdrop that's just sitting there, whether it's the front curtain or the sets exposed and there's like magical lighting on it or hardly any lighting on it. And you're just like trying to figure it out. And then the lights start to dim and the show's about to begin. There is something so amazing about that process. And I think that there is something in all of us that loves a good story. And Jesus was really good at telling them. So I'm going to jump into the four elements of Jesus's storytelling. 
the first one. Now, these are not like, I haven't like super analyzed this. This is just literally, hey, I've observed these four things about Jesus and his stories. So here goes. The first one is Jesus told made up stories. Um, It's never mentioned anywhere that any of the stories were based off real facts or people. Um, It was pretty... It sounds like from the Bible, Jesus just made them up on the spot, but maybe he pre-prepared them. But one thing is for sure is that it is not recorded anywhere that his stories were based off real facts or people. What this tells me is that I officially have permission to make up stories. Um, And especially because my endeavor is to be more like Jesus. So, you know, if you're a storyteller, this is an awesome part of Jesus that we get to replicate, that he made up stories. And um, it totally lets me off the hook that not everything I create has to be based off fact. Um, You know, it can actually, characters can be inspired from my own imagination. Um, I have written a song recently for our new musical um, called uh, Let Us Tell You Stories. And it pretty much just like brushes over some of the parables of Jesus and how we're made to tell stories just like he was a storyteller. We're storytellers. And um, as the on, I was teaching the ensemble, the parts and... I just find it amazing. We only brush over a few, but there's still so many more. Um, But I just love the diversity of his parables, of his stories. There were just so many. And um, he told them so well. So the first thing is that his stories, they were made up. He just made them up. The second one is Jesus told culturally relevant stories. Um, I don't think that Jesus necessarily, I wouldn't say that his stories were influenced by culture because he actually was trying to bring a whole new kingdom and culture to the planet. Um, But he used illustrations from his culture to help people understand. Um, And the reason I make that kind of clear is because, um, you know, it might be an argument to say, we've got to stay culturally relevant, man. And uh, I have no idea why I went into that accent. Um, the re- <laughs> Let me start again. The reason um, I want to make note of that Jesus wasn't influenced by his culture is because um, I don't think we have to, like, be raunchy or we don't have to like reflect the world to speak their language but I do think that we can use um we can use I guess uh illustrations pictures we can we can speak our culture's language um but not so much that we sound like the world but so that um you know we can I guess be relevant to them and bring them closer to Jesus, help them understand what Jesus is like by speaking in a way that they understand. Um, And so Jesus did that so wonderfully. He would use examples that the people understood um, to then implement his kingdom and to uh, illustrate and unpack the truth. Um, And he did it so wonderfully. Um, His parables... (laughs) I mean, 
some of these might be relevant to people today, but maybe some aren't. His parables were about farming land, paying taxes, attending banquets. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind going to a banquet. Um, Shepherding, fishing. There were so many things, so many illustrations and pictures he painted through his stories that really helped people understand. Um, And all his characters would have had in common things that his listeners did. And so I think it's important as a storyteller, as a songwriter, as an actor, as, you know, an author, I think that it's important that we're telling stories that, you know, our culture can relate to. Um, Third element is Jesus told stories with drama. (laughs) I actually think Jesus was a huge drama buff Um, because I think if you can keep thousands of people engaged in your sermons and illustrations, I reckon you must, he must've had a pretty um, commanding stage presence uh, considering there was no lights or confetti cannons or no glitz or glam. It was just him. And there must've been something about him I don't take away from the fact that he was God in flesh. Um, But I do think that the human element of him would have been pretty, he would have been a pretty good drama student, I reckon. Um, The Bible has Jesus. This is what I find amazing. When I read a parable, and maybe this could be homework, go read a parable and all of Jesus' stories, you can tell that it's him talking because it's all in red. He does all the voices of all the characters and he gives them dialogue. You can actually tell a story without giving people dialogue. But Jesus, he saw it fit in his stories to add the dialogue. And he said all the different parts of the people. You know, I can just imagine that Jesus could have like orchestrated with his disciples. Okay, I'm going to tell this story and you're going to be this role and I'm going to be this role. But like he did all of the roles and he's, <laughs> he had dialogue uh, with his characters, you know, as he told the stories, he, he had more than one character and did it all. So, you know, I'm thinking that he, if I imagine it in my mind, Jesus telling one of his stories, I can just see this very animated, passionate um, storyteller. And I'm just like, I loved as a little girl listening to my granddad tell a story. I just think that there is this beautiful art to telling a good story. Um... And so that brings us to the fourth element of Jesus's storytelling, which um, is Jesus told stories to confront or transform. See, stories can confront topics that people can't. Often when you pick a very confronting topic to talk about, often it can feel like an attack if you're just telling someone the facts this is the facts. This is good. This is bad. This is right. This is wrong. Jesus very often um, used a story to confront people because people find themselves within the story. And um, he was very clever in telling a story that 
probably more than one person and one character within his story. There would have been multiple people who were listening to his stories that would identify with different characters in his stories. And um, I think that he used them as a way to really teach, unpack and confront and transform. And so um, today, if we think about Oh my goodness, the list is endless of the things that we can and can't talk about, the things that, you know, might offend people or that are too bold or, you know, there are some things that it's not our job to come up in people's faces and say, this is right, this is wrong, this is black, this is white, this is this is how it is. Um, I don't think that there is, I don't think that, you know, even from 2000 years ago, today, we have this incredible tool, this incredible aspect of God that loves to tell stories. And there are things that we can, 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 that we can confront, um, through the power of stories. And so, um, I'm going to be really brave and I'm just going to like pick a topic that no one seems to talk about, um, definitely in the Christian world, that, you know, someone should tell a story about someone. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a storyteller, listen, God's given me a mandate to tell the gospel. So I don't often, you know, move away from that. But if you have like a specific skill to make short films or I don't know, this is a free idea. Okay. This one's for free. But a topic that we don't really talk about is, um, you know, our cult, our culture, Western culture, um, it is saturated in pornography and it's literally everywhere. And, um, I have two small boys that, um, when I say they're small, I have a 10 month old and a five year old and I Every time I think and I look around at the world and I, you know, even Netflix and I look at the thumbnails and it's literally, there is porn everywhere, whether it's soft, whether it's hardcore, it's like, it's so ingrained in our culture. Now, here's the thing. Not many people are talking about it. And I think that, you know, looking at the statistics of how many people are addicted to it, I know people in my world who are, but nobody's talking about it. And this is a perfect opportunity where someone can can use the power of a story to confront or transform um, people's lives. And in this culture that we're in, it would just be so brave and so awesome. What would Jesus do in this time and place, in this space? What kind of story would he tell to confront and transform people's ideas around um, the porn industry? And so um, I know I went really deep there for a second, but I just wanted to use a real tangible um, example of what our culture is struggling with and the stories that we can, you know, start to to bring to light. Now, if you're not really that kind of, maybe you're just starting out or maybe you're like, oh, look, that's really deep. That's not my thing. Then um, that's totally okay. You can write a song about um, 
a little girl who went for a skip around the pond. I don't know. Um, But I just wanted to put that out there. I think if Jesus was in today's day, he would have some pretty confronting and transforming parables to share. And I just want to say if if a part of Jesus was that he just made up stories, I want to encourage you that there are stories within you as writers, as artists, as designers. There are stories within you that can come out, um, that can confront and transform the culture and the and um, the people that are in our lives. Um, I saw a short film produced by Alec Bevere. Um, he, it was about abortion and it was confronting. I watched it and I felt by the end of it, um, I felt like someone had punched me in the gut. It was like the most horrible yet powerful short films I've ever watched and um it was look the best way to describe it is it was exactly like a parable and it was like so confronting yet someone needs to someone needs to hear that story um probably lots of people do so be bold be brave in your storytelling um The really exciting news in all of this is that we all carry these same elements that Jesus did. We can all copy exactly what Jesus did as a storyteller. I'm going to just read out those four elements that we are um, storytellers. We can make up stories that are culturally relevant on a dramatic platform that confront or transform people's lives. How cool is that? We have this amazing, um, it's almost like, oh, it's a special God ability. And you know what? It belongs to believers and even non-believers are incredible storytellers. But the narrative that they have going is different to the narrative that we want to start. And so I want to encourage you guys, if you're listening, if you've listened all the way up until now, (laughs) um, thank you. And um, I want to encourage you to, to, um, you know, if you're not really at the stage where you're telling or writing, you know, original stories, Maybe that's just not something you want to do, but I want to encourage you to tell your story, you know, and to not just tell it, but become really good at telling it because your story could have the power to confront or transform someone's life. And your story is culturally relevant and um, you definitely don't have to dramatize it, but I think that it's important to be able to tell it in a way that um, people can identify with a part of it or, you know, not everyone has to identify with it, but it will identify with someone or some people group that then can be set free by your story and your testimony. And um, I think the God part of being a storyteller that is in all of us um, is is also there not just as an artist, but it's there for us to proclaim and to tell his story um, through our lives. And so um, I'm just so glad for the power of stories. And um, I hope that you go into this next week or these 
this day, I don't know whenever you're listening to it, um, that you go into it with a new found inspired um, or way of looking at stories because they're pretty neat and um, you're a storyteller just like Jesus. I would super appreciate if you could share this podcast around, give it a rating, uh, follow us on Facebook or Instagram and share the love with your other